Ready? As ready as I'm going to be at this point. Hey, where's the clicker? Wait, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. All right. So now we're going to do episode one. I'll always know what you did last summer. This, is, this joke is funny to two people and yes, two exactly, people. Yes, exactly, but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Those are the only two people that matter, if you ask me, so. You're listening to Speaking of Language, a podcast recorded at the Language Resource Center at Cornell University. Each week, we explore a topic related to language pedagogy and second language acquisition. This week on Speaking of Language. Our hosts, Sam and Angelica, return to campus and reflect on what's past and what's to come. Welcome back to a new season of Speaking of Language. I'm Angelica Kramer, the director of the Language Resource Center at Cornell University. And I'm Sam Lupowitz, the LRC's media manager. We are coming to you live from our studio on campus. Woo-hoo! And just for all of you concerned out there, we are socially distanced and separated by a plexiglass wall. Yes, but it's a plexiglass wall on campus, and we're very excited to kick off our first episode of Season 8 of Speaking of Language. So remember back in Season 6 when we celebrated our 100th episode? Well, turns out we can't count. Or rather, the way that our archive indexed our episodes was off. So guess what, Sam? What? It's our 100th episode! (laughs) Thanks for tuning in each week. Here is to the next 100. So let's kick off season eight with a brief recap of what happened over the summer. Just like last year, we knew how to keep ourselves busy. We ran another learning community for the language teaching community here at Cornell on post-pandemic language teaching. I guess we may have been a little too forward thinking there when we called it post-pandemic. A girl can dream. It's true. Um, But what we have been seeing is that students and faculty are generally ready to be back in person. Um, I know that we didn't all really want to be back with, you know, masks and social distancing and all the things that we we had to do earlier in the pandemic. But I know I um, am very happy to be back on campus and, and not you know, in the spare bedroom of my house doing my Yep, job. I hear you. I second that. It's certainly an adjustment. Um, it's also an adjustment to be surrounded by so many people all of a sudden again. Oh, yes. But it's so good to be back on a vibrant campus with students who are so eager to be back in person as well and to see all of our colleagues again. Um, so this is definitely a good development, and we hope um, it will keep getting better as we progress here. So we've had many discussions over the summer about what technology solutions will be useful now that we are back face to face. And it was interesting to hear from our colleagues what worked for them really well in terms of technology in the language classroom while they were teaching online and what they want to carry forward with them. A whole variety of different programs that stood out. Um, Here at Cornell, of course, um, with the integration with Canvas, a lot of language teachers will continue to use Flipgrid. Um, Lots of people started using Padlet and really liked that. I think little things um, like using exit tickets with their students, whether those are online or on paper, I think that's something that a lot of people will carry forward into their teaching practices now as well. Uh, So I think there were lots of different things where technology really helped streamline the learning and teaching process. 
Yes. Um, and speaking of which, I feel like a lot of our discussions um, leading up to being back on campus about not romanticizing face-to-face instruction um, are really you – know, we're starting to feel the results of that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm no- and I'm noticing a lot of instructors um, are a little more – there's a, a more concrete – grasp of the different strengths and challenges of all different modalities and you know sometimes by necessity still but also um through innovation it's just been great to see how the instructors are working in in these different formats yeah Yeah, you know i think what what we did a lot with our teachers at least over the summer um, and I know a lot of colleagues across the U.S. did this, too, and, and internationally, everywhere, really, is just reflect on their practices and reflect on what should the language classroom look like, regardless of the modality, right? What what helps um, to get our students to the desired goals and outcomes where we want them to be in terms of advancing their proficiency and their, their knowledge about the, the language and the culture. Um, so I think taking that time to reflect on your practices and think about what is um, really the best way to impart the knowledge that we want to impart and to get our students to engage um, with the language, with the target language really um, has been very fruitful for us. I also think that overall, just in talking with so many colleagues, the language community did really well throughout teaching online with showing tremendous flexibility, adaptability and resilience. I really want to give a shout out to all of the language teachers here. We are an awesome bunch. We rose to the challenge and then some. And I know that everybody put in so much time and effort to make sure that the students could continue their learning process. And I really appreciate all the time and effort that everybody expended on that at the expense of many people's home lives and and personal circumstances. So thank you, thank you, thank you to the language teaching community out there. Yes, seconded. Um, and also, I, I won't steal your thunder, but I'll, I will tee you up because we have some exciting thing, uh, we have an exciting thing to report about languages at Cornell starting this semester. For the first time in a very long time, we are teaching Quechua again. We are super excited to bring this indigenous language back to campus after a long hiatus. Um, Actually, our next episode will focus a little bit on that, on indigenous languages and Quechua. And we will also speak with our new Quechua instructor and FLTA later in the season. So stay tuned for that. All right. Well, I think that's a good little uh, summary of of our summer and and leading up to this new season. This this you know, c- we continue to see new and interesting things unfold. But before we sign off, Angelica, why don't you share your favorite word in a language you speak, love, or are learning? Ah, oh, Sam, there are so many that come to mind. I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. Um, but. You know, I'm I'm sitting here back in the studio in a very long time, and I'm looking at everything that I needed to connect to make this work. And the thing that comes to mind is Kabelsalat. It's the mess of cables that is surrounding my life in no matter what office I am or what studio I am. So Kabelsalat is the cable salad. 
um, that I am currently staring at it. So, and I will be adding that to my vocabulary uh, because it is it is my life. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Maybe I will change your name in my phone to Kabelzalat Sam. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Elbia Andia will join us on Speaking of Language. Professor Andia is a Quechua lecturer at The Ohio State University and is our first guest this semester as part of the monthly LRC speaker series. You can watch her full talk titled Designing Indigenous Language Classes Rooted in Actful Standards to Promote Spoken Proficiency on our YouTube channel. And, of course, you can listen to next week's episode online. Until then... Auf Wiederhören. The Language Resource Center is located on the ground floor of Stimson Hall on Cornell's main campus in Ithaca, New York. Check us out on the web at lrc.cornell.edu or look for Cornell LRC on Facebook and Twitter. Speaking of Language is produced by Angelica Kramer and Sam Lupowitz. Recorded by Sam Lupowitz. Original music by Sam Lupowitz, Dan Gable, and Joe Gibson. Thanks also to the College of Arts and Sciences at Cornell University. As a reminder, the ideas and opinions expressed on this podcast do not reflect those of the College of Arts and Sciences or any other official entity of Cornell University. We thank our listeners, and do stay tuned for our next episode.